Hello and welcome back to the next instalment in the evolution of the Briggers of Decay. It's been a long time coming. Um, the lockdown's been pretty crazy all round, hasn't it? So it's going to put a, a block on my um, games with the Death Guard. But um, I've come up with a, a, new lix, a new list since the um, Codex dropped. had a good old read of that and um, had a couple of think on how I would make my models work for me. Um, the models that I have, so I've sort of come up with another list which I think I think should work. Um, there is a new unit that's come into it, but um, fortunately I've been managed to uh, repurpose them from a unit that I use for another army, so that's good. So um, that saved me some money, but yes, so I've, I've come up with a new list, new idea. Um, so what I'll do is I'll just sort of go over um, what I've changed. Um, I mean, I could have brought my um, the, the list that I had before. Um, over to the new codex and I think it was came to 1980 points so it was actually still usable um, but it didn't really seem to fit how the armory works now um, it, it, well sorry I didn't take advantage of the buffs that the army get so I thought I would have a little shake up not too far away from the list that I already had um, the majority of the units are still in there that I had previously. Um, it's just a couple of tweaks that I've managed to do um, going forward. And this isn't set in stone, what I've come up with. It's just, I think it's a play that could work quite well. So we'll just have to wait and see. Um, but I'll, So I'll go through the list um, and we can sort of cover what I think I'll do with the army. Uh, but first things first, what I'll do is I'll go through the actual objectives that I've got uh, down for the army. Because I've I sort of done that last time I thought about what objectives I wanted to get and then tried to sort of build the army around about it with what I had so this time I'm going to do the same thing and just um, just a slightly different approach to it but I'll just go over what my objectives for the army are going to be hopefully going forward. So what secondaries did I pick? I've got to have a little caveat here an apology um, in the previous <laughs> games that I've had I didn't realise that you couldn't pick um, more than one from each category so apologies for that i don't think it had a massive bearing on how i did in the games i would have picked probably just something a little bit better but it just it just yeah i realized that i made a mistake i didn't realize you could only pick one from each category so hands up for that one so i, fi I fixed that now i fixed it so what i've come up with is um I've, I've got the four categories and i have selected a couple from each one generally speaking, a couple from each one that I think I could do depending on the opponent I come across. So um, it'll give me a little bit of tactical flexibility, but also sort of hone in my skills, hopefully, hopefully, um, so that I can become better at doing these. Um, rather than getting to the gaming table and then having the whole book in front of you, all these objectives, I just get a bit snowblind type thing. Um, I, I'm not great at picking categories when I get to the table, so I think this way is probably slightly better in that it can, I'll know, I'll have a pool of sort of six or seven um, ca uh, objectives that I can pick from and then that means that I can hopefully select some winning ones to get me there. So uh, in the first category I've got uh, no mercy, no respite. So I've got grind them down and uh, thin their ranks. So grind them down is that I kill more than the opponent and I get three victory points at the end of the battle round so that's quite a good one for death guard because they're quite resilient so i reckon that's probably a good one to have depending on the opponent obviously um or the other one i've gone for is thin their ranks so that's obviously if you come up against a sort of horde type army so i think they're the two best ones that i could take the rest i wasn't overly keen on but i think those two are the best ones from that category um, and purge the enemy i've got bring it down so that's uh, basically killing vehicles and monsters. So if I've got a particularly heavy uh, sort of vehicle or monsters heavy list, then that's the one I'll go for for that. Or I've picked Assassinate. So that's if they bring a lot of characters. So if you come up against them that's got a lot of characters, you'll get three points for every character. So that's, that's a pretty good one to have as well. Again, depending on the army. Um, in the Shadow Operations uh, section, I've picked Spread the Sickness, which is the Death Guard specific one. So that's basically you can um, take D3 mortal wounds, I think it is, and um, on an objective, and basically corrupt that objective. And at the end of the game, 
you tally up how many objectives you've managed to corrupt and you get three victory points for each one. So again, I think that was quite a good one. There'll be a lot of board control going on, hopefully, um, and I've got quite a few units that could do it. So that to me seems a good one. Um, the other one for shadow operations that I have selected is investigate sites. So that's um, you perform an action on the uh, in the centre of the battlefield, which again, Death Guard are kind of looking to get into the middle and hold it type thing. So that seems to be their sort of strong play because of how resilient they are. So that is to go in the middle and you get, I think it's three victory points every time you do that. So, um, so that's good. That's a good one. Um, and then you've got Warpcraft, which is not a great category overall. I think it's a pretty minging <laughs> character, um, category, if I'm being honest. I don't think there's some of the power, the the um, objectives that you've got to do, I don't think are worth the hassle. But I have picked one out of it, um, which is Psychic Ritual. So that's if you you have to do a, a psychic power, a specific psychic power, um, and in the middle, within six inches of the uh, battlefield. So that's what I've gone for, because I think that out of the ones that are in that, that's probably the most likely that I would go for because um, the rest were not great so I think I could sort of you could see where you can sort of double these up with each other so if I was going to take um, Psychic Ritual then I might as well take Investigate Sites and maybe instead of Spread the Sickness because if I'm going into the centre of the battlefield anyway I might as well take two objectives that I can do um, to sort of do that and then I could take either Grinding Down or, or Bring It Down or Thin the Ranks maybe um, as the third one or the mission-specific ones, I'm not going to rule them out. I didn't list the mission-specific ones because there's just too many to sort of cover. Um, yeah, I'd be here. I'd be here all day, sort of saying which ones I might take and might not. So I think I would always look at the mission-specific ones and go, mm, that could work. Um, so I mean, again, that might work in with a couple of the selections that I've got here, but we'll just have to wait and see what what comes up with that. The obvious one that's I'm missing from there is obviously. Titan Slayer, so if I come up against Knights, then you're probably going to take Titan Slayer, because why wouldn't you? Um, so if I come against the Knight Army, then obviously Titan Slayer we put in there, but um, from a general point of view, I've sort of done these as opposed to fighting specific type of armies. So that's the ones I've gone for. So I've got seven um, there, so you, the time you bring into, so like I say, Titan Slayer, and you've got um, the missing specific ones, you, you could have up to nine that you could pick from, which I think is it's, it's okay, I, I don't think that's too many, hopefully. I didn't want to do more than two from each category, so um, it's either one or t'other, so I kind of done that. But I think it gives me enough flexibility, but also will help me sort of hone my skills. Um, so that was, that was my thinking going forward with that. So, um, the play company that I have went for um, is it's quite specific. But it's it's because of an element that I'm taking in the army. So the play company I've went for is the Wretched, which is one that the reason I've went for it is because it gives you a few options to buff um, your your psychers out with some um, additional skills um, and weapons. So it, I just think it's a it's a good one to have um, as a single battalion that I've got. Um, like I say, my list is very similar to the one I had before, but it's, it's obviously had to have some tweaks. And one of the tweaks that I've made is to go for what's commonly known as like a sort of smite bomb. So I've taken quite a few, <laughs> quite a few uh, mortal wound options from for in the army, um, in well in one particular slot. Um, so basically, in my HQs, I've taken three malignant plague casters. Now the reason for that is I know they don't have an invulnerable save, um, and they're only I think they're like a four or five wound character which is fine, that's okay, um, but, and they're not going to go out and take an objective by themselves or anything, I don't think, but they do have a special ability which is called Pestilential Fallout, so each time the model successfully manifests its psychic power, um, if the result of the psychic test is uh, 7 or more, the blessed number, the, the closest enemy unit suffers, within 12 inches, sorry, suffers a mortal wound, so that means that they could potentially have like a four wound smite, well potentially if it's a super smite, a seven wound smite um, going off them, but it's whenever they cast a psychic power, so that could be a buffing power as well, so if you did uh, miasma pestilence on a friendly unit, 
you would still kick out that mortal wound if you cast it on a 7 plus so that to me is quite a, a unique ability that they've got which lends itself to this army quite well because I'm going to go out and try and take the centre of the board more than likely um, and that means the, that the enemy is going to have to come towards me to try and take it off me because I'm, Death Guard are really resilient they're really resilient so trying to shoot them off objectives isn't always the greatest idea sometimes you'd have to place yourself onto the objective with them to try and take it off them but then you bring yourself into contagion range so then you're minus one toughness and you're also getting yourself in this sort of smite bomb um, area so that so that the pestilential fallout kicks in as well so I think it's a really a really cool thing to to try and take advantage of could it work I don't know like we'll have to wait and see but I do think that in this army that I've got I don't have a lot of sort of long ranged heavy hitting firepower because I don't have plague burst crawlers so that's your sort of go to long range firepower so my tactic is going to kind of be to get into the centre of the board swamp the, the board with bodies and let the enemy come to me um, to try and take it off me um, and then when they do come towards me I want to make sure that they they think twice about it the next time they go to do it so I think that pestilential fallout is quite a powerful mechanic to have so like I say I've got three malignant plague casters so if you think about it if they're casting a, a power each every turn uh, two powers each every turn that means you got to get if there's somebody close to the center of the board you're going to get six mortal wounds in addition give or take you might not obviously cast a power on a seven but you've got the potential to do an extra six mortal wounds which is which is big that's that's a lot that's an enemy character could die from that if they happen to be the closest so i don't think it's something i'm going to pass up so i'm going to try it see how it goes um, and, and do that so what i have done is one of the malignant plague casters i've not made any of them a warlord but i have given one of them the wretched specific um the relic which is the demon's favor um which basically buffs the uh, pestilential fallout ability so instead of it being one wound wait till i just find it um so instead of it being one wound it, it buffs it out to being i think it's d3 but i'll just double check when i find it on the actual page wherever it's gone there it is yeah here we go sorry right so the i just want to get it absolutely correct so um it turns the pestilential fallout into torrent of putrefaction how awesome does that sound so each time this model successfully manifests a psychic power if the result of the psychic test was seven or more the closest enemy unit within 12 inches suffers d3 mortal wounds so that's that's pretty good um, otherwise the closest enemy unit within six inches suffers one mortal wound so so that's quite good as well so that's uh, that's that's pretty awesome so i like that i think that's i think that's a really good thing i have to get up to d3 so that's again more chances of doing mortal wounds so i quite like that one um and i've also done their specific stratagem on them uh, on this guy so that he knows an additional psychic power and he can re-roll psychic tests once per, per psychic phase so that's called the sevenfold blessings that's the wretched specific um stratagem that you can use so i've given him the relic so that his pestilential fallout is stronger and i've also given him an additional psychic power so he can re-roll psychic tests so that means if i rolled a six and i was like oh that's a bit of a shame i could re-roll it um the psychic test to try and get higher than that so i could do the uh, seven, the um, pestilential fallout that could be could be a good idea so um so that's the kind of road i've went down with that psychic powers wise um for the three guys um there's I'm, i'll probably give them a, a, a mixture of it a mixture of what they're gonna have um there's a couple that i wouldn't take but that i've not really i think i'll have to have a, a real sit down and think i'll try various options out with them various combinations um but the way i'm thinking just now is that i will give them i'll probably give them all one in common which might sound a bit weird but it's just in case you lose it um because i've got the one that i'm thinking of which is which is i think is um, is really really um nasty <laughs> um is the the psychic power that 
um, you roll up, I think it's a, a seven dice, and um, for everyone that's over um, their toughness, they take a mortal wound, which I think is is pretty crazy. Um, the uh, I think that's such a strong one to have um, for everybody. It's Curse of the Leper. That's what it is. Curse of the Leper. It's called. So it's warp charge six. And basically, if manifested, select like the closest enemy unit that is within 18 inches and you roll seven dice and for every dice that exceeds the uh, enemy's toughness characteristics, it suffers a mortal wound. So when you're thinking about it, if you've got space marines, say, that have come in to within range and then the, in the contagion range and now they're minus one toughness, so now you're mortal wounding them on fours, which is pretty nasty. I think that's... That's that's pretty <laughs> that's pretty horrible um, to do that to somebody. Now that obviously won't work too great on say a, a vehicle, but I think for uh, troops that are coming in, any sort of infantry-based character, that I think that's really, really, really yeah, that's really horrible. Even if you had um, Eldar or um, sort of Drukari, if their toughness three normally, if they came in, they'd be toughness two. So then you'd be more wounding them on threes. Horrible, absolutely horrible. So. When you think that coupled with the putrescent, sorry, putrescent, the the putre, putrefaction, it's a torrent of putrefaction that comes out. That's um, that's going to be horrible to have that. If I rolled a seven for it, and then an additional mortal wound, and then you could do a smite as well, which is horrible. So that's that's in in the list anyway um, that I've got. Um, another one would be miasma of pestilence, which is a good go-to. So that's just to uh, so that. Um, the enemy has to subtract one from the hit roll um, for a friendly unit. I think that's great. Putrescent Vitality is another one I would take. So that um, one friendly Death Guard Infantry unit um, gets uh, adds one to their strength and toughness characteristics. So you're talking your sort of, um, sort of um, plague marines and uh, sort of terminators would be toughness six, which is really nasty. That's, I think that's really nasty. Um, and then I quite, I quite like Plague Wind as well. Plague Wind I think isn't isn't too bad because, although it's kind of circumstantial, but basically, um, it's you roll a d6 for each model in the unit, so that's going to come up if you come against sort of horde units. So, um, and also if the psychic test is a nine plus, it, it goes from a from a six to a five plus instead. So that's good. Do you know what I mean? So if you're thinking if you Again, I could re-roll if I, if I was clutch moment and I had that re-roll there, um, sort of free re-roll from his warlord trait. I could put that on him, and um, he could do do it on fives if I got a nine plus. So that that seems like a good option as well. So they've got good ones. The the ones that I don't particularly like, there's only there's a two of them. Um, the gift of contagion, I think's okay. Um, it it takes one from your, the strength characteristic of the model in the unit if it's uh, if it's um, you cast it an 8 plus, it's minus 1 strength and attacks from the unit. Yeah, okay, it's okay, it's alright. It's not It's not got a mortal wound output, which is the bit that I don't like, but it's, it's okay. Um, yeah, it's, uh, uh, yeah, we'll see, we'll see. But I don't, I don't, I can't see me taking that one in my top list of things to take. Um, and the other one is, the Gift of Plagues is good, but I don't think it works for this army, um, because that means you can... Um, increase your well. I, well, I say that I think it would work in this army against certain opponents. So maybe I would take it as a sort of backup power on somebody, and that increases your contagion range, which could be quite clutch actually. I, I'm I'm maybe talking a little bit of nonsense there, especially if there's somebody just out of your contagion range, and then you could just cast a psychic power to increase yours out. That could be that could actually be quite clutch to get minus one toughness on. So. Yeah, so there's only really one that I wouldn't. I would definitely be like, nah, I'm not gonna. I, I won't take that. I definitely won't take that. The rest are all, I think, viable, and I will take them in a combination. But I've just not figured out who's going to take what yet. You've also got to think if I'm doing the objectives as well that if I had psychic ritual, I'd maybe keep that for um, my malignant playcaster that's got the free reroll because that means you can sort of get a. a, a if I'd rolled, because the thing is, if, if you roll, I think it's on a four, the psychic ritual. So if you roll, <laughs> if you roll a four to cast it, but your enemy's got 
a second that could deny, you probably want to re-roll that, but even though it's successful, you want to try and re-roll it to get it higher, so that's always an option as well. But I think it'll work out quite well. Smite Bomb, you know what I mean, potential above my own units round about me, which is good. So yeah, I think the threes, like I say, it's not common to see that, but I think it's something I want to try out to try and maximise the mortal wound output because I don't have a lot of ranged heavy firepower. So this is more about grinding people down this list, so I think that's uh, a viable option. So the HQ's out of the way, um, the troops, troops is fairly simple. I've went for three five-man plague marine squads and I've put a plasma on the champ. The rest of, the rest of it is just bare bones. So three five-man plague marine squads with a plasma on the champ, literally because I had some points left over that I couldn't really figure out what to do with. So um, I think plague marine squads will are still really viable. Um, I, I think putting them in rhinos and things probably is an option as well. There's also an option to sort of run them in bigger squads. But, I mean, I've, the models that I have, I'm going to have to do some converting on them because um, they've also got melter guns and more plasma than they had before, I think. Um, so I'd, I'd need to try and sort sort those out. But I think I think just having the plasma gun just there, just in case, is, is not a bad option to have. I'd put it on the champ, I think, just um, so he's got that option. I think that's all you can take on the champ, actually. So the champ's got the, the plasma gun. I think five, the five-man squads are good, they're resilient, um, they'll take out sort of like-for-like like infantry, um, so you're talking like space marines and um, the such, uh, sort of space marine equivalents, I think they'll go toe-to-toe -to -toe with them. Um, there's obviously certain kinds that might have like sort of blood angels and, and things that are probably better in combat, but I think pound for pound they probably will hold their weight against those sort of targets and against sort of Imperial Guard or Toughness three opponents, I think they'll really mash them. So I think the three five-man uh, Plagamine squads will be good. My plan for them, I think, I don't know if they'll be my mid-board guys and my back-board guys. I'm not too sure, but I want they'll be there to try and obviously conquer objectives. That's what they're there for, to try and take objectives. Um, so I think I'll have to sort of play about with them, but I can see them being the sort of front more of the mid board objective grabbers than than the back the backfield because i've got three units of 20 pox walkers so i could see them being the sort of backfield zone or outs <laughs> type type role which they had before the rules not really changed um i still think they're really good pox walkers and they can still do that um the shadow operations spread the sickness whereas they can't do any other actions but they can do that one they can spread the sickness so i think they're ideal for that um, they'd be good for protecting my um, my list from getting charged sort of first turn or anything, so they're good for that, they're good for zoning out, good for blow control, a real pain for um, the enemy to deal with. Yeah, I, I like them. I think as a troops choice, the Boxwalkers are still a viable option, so um, it just depends how the rest of your army's kitted out, really. But that's that's what I'm going for. So that's pretty much the same as what I had before, except I think I had melter guns on the five-man plague marine squads uh, whereas that's not an option now so I've uh, taken that out and I've just put a plasma uh, in the unit so that should hopefully work out quite well right uh, the elite slot so this is probably one of the biggest changes well I say that because the play casters is quite a big change but this is the next big change so they're a really popular unit and quite really they are a, big, a popular unit and it's Blightlord Terminators I just think they're too good not to take. Um, luckily, I got some Terminators that I just acquired um, for my Black Legion guys that I'm going to convert up for the the Blight for my Blight Lord Terminators. So I've got ten of them. I've got a big blob of ten Blight Lord Terminators with axes and stone bowlers. Nothing else. I've not given them any um, Blight launchers or flails of corruptions or anything like that. I'm just going to see how the ten Blight Lord Terminators get on as a unit by themselves and then I'll maybe tweak things like the flail of corruption and things when I, when I get there but at the moment in time I've just went for five, for the big big unit of uh, 10 Black Lord Terminators and they will be my hold in the middle of the board unit. They're really tough, they're really resilient, you can buff them to be even worse um, so that is my plan is when I seen them I thought 
these guys are really solid, a really solid choice, and you can buff them to be quite brutal. So when I seen that, I went, I think that's what I've got to go for. So these Blightlord Terminators and the Malignant Plaguecasters are going to be in the centre of the board, and I think that's going to be a bad time for everybody. <laughs> that's not a Death Guard player at the table, so that's that's not going to be nice, because you don't want to come in towards the Blightlord Terminators, and to shoot them is going to be a, a hassle itself, because... They're reducing damage, um, they're tough, they've got a 2-up save, a 4-up invulnerable save. Um, even something like Null Zone that somebody could get off with a Librarian. But you have to be within 6 inches and you're taking your own um, invulnerable save off as well. You don't really want to be within 6 inches of a Blight Lord Terminator at any point. So, um, yeah, I, can't, I, think it's, I think they're a solid choice, a really solid choice. So that was like a sort of essential element of this army, I think, when I was looking at how I was going to take it forward. It's one of the biggest changes. It's a lot of points. It's a lot of points to get those. I think that's that's 400 points, um, which is it's just a lot. But they've got a threat. Like I say, they're, they're hard to shift off of, off of uh, objectives or take down just because they're so tough. Um, they are really brutal in combat with their um, biboric axes and they kick out a lot of firepower with their storm bolters, which again you can buff um, to be even worse so to me I just think they're too good not to have so looking forward to trying these guys out um, to accompany them I've taken um, a plague surgeon so plague surgeon was in my list previously I took him out because he didn't really do much but in this list I think he will be really good I think he'll he should come up trumps because he can He'll be, make that unit even more survivable. So being able to shrug on sixes because they've obviously lost their disgusting resilient as it was. They're reducing damage, but they're not shrugging anything anymore. This guy will help them shrug um, so on sixes, so that will help. So if anybody's thinking that they can just pepper them with lots of shots, at least they'll be able to save on sixes to try and stop some of them uh, wounds getting through. So that's good. I've also made him my warlord. So that's another big change. And the Plague Surge is my Warlord, and I've given him Arch Contaminator. Now, Arch Contaminator isn't what it was, but it's still good because it used to work with your ranged weapons for any distance, but now it's just um, up, I think it's just 12 inches um, with your, your ranged weapons, which is fine, which is cool. So you can reroll um, wound rolls, and that's essential with the Warlord trait, is you can reroll wound rolls with Plague weapons. So. That was obviously good on like the blight launchers, but you could turn your uh, bolters into, which you still can, you can turn your bolters into plague weapons, so you could reroll them, but obviously now it's only 12 inches. But, again, a lot of units will be coming towards my guys, so being able to um, use something like that on the bolt to get the bolters to be um, rerolling wounds within a, a sort of close range, is uh, that's going to be pretty nasty, I think. But, the main thing is that when somebody gets into combat, when they are hitting somebody with axes, they're getting to reroll wounds. So that is great for something that, like a tank or like a dreadnought that they're going into, um, because that being able to, if you don't, if you're wounded on fives, which isn't great, but if you get to reroll the wounds, there's a lot more going through. So I think that's a great thing to have. Um, being able to reroll something um, is just it's just good to have, and. I think it's the best one that I could pick, the best um, Warlord trait for them, uh, which was most apt. Like I say, I want to make that unit horrible for MD to contemplate going in and try and get rid of. If you think about it, if you've got to go and get the centre of the board or try and take me off it, you're going to have to go into this 10-man blender um, in the middle of the board, which is not going to be fun for anybody. So I think they'll just chew through units that get thrown into them, which is absolutely fine with me. Um, so the Plague Surgeon will obviously make them buff them up. Um, and keep them a little bit safer, which is good. Um, I've also went for um, a Tallyman. Now, the reason I've taken the Tallyman is because the, the, his ability to get CP back, and this army will probably end up using a lot of CP, um, but the ability to get CP back is really, really powerful, and I think it's a lot more reliable than it was. I think it's way more reliable. Before, it was you were lucky if you got it. But now it's if you at the start of the if you're on the battlefield, the start of your command phase, you roll two d six and you get seven plus, you get command point back. That's 
I think that's very achievable. So I think you'd, you'd be looking to get at least two or three command points back, hopefully get two or three command points back, which I think is great. Um, so I would go with that. The other thing you can do is, um, which I think is really great, is, is malicious calculation. So in the command phase, um, you basically pick a core unit within six inches. So that would be, let me guess, the Blight Lords. And, and until the next command phase, each time a model in that unit makes an attack, you add one to the attack's hit roll. So um, that's awesome. So that saves something to do um, any sort of stratagems and things. That's that's great. That's a great thing to have. So hitting on twos and then rerolling wounds with Arch Contaminator in combat, awesome. Awesome ability. So I think that's why I've taken them. I've literally taken them so that I can get command points back and my Terminators can hit on twos. I mean, why wouldn't you take them? It just it seems like it's such a bargain. Um, he's only got a plasma pistol, but and some blight grenades and stuff. He's not going to do any real work, but still, I think that's such a an awesome ability to have to regen CP and get plus one to hit on your units. Brilliant, love it. Now, last but not least, um, it comes to the heavy support, and I have taken the old faithful, the three defilers, um, with the defiler scourge and uh, reaper auto cannon. Now, are they as resilient as they were uh, when they run them previously? No. Um, they're not going to have that four up and vulnerable save bubble that they used to get from the Taliban um, for Poxmongers, and they are not shrugging um, wounds on five plus with Disgusting Resilient, and they don't even get the minus one uh, damage because they don't get Disgusting Resilient, so they don't get the minus one damage. But I think in this list, they are. I think that they put so much, they put a lot of pressure on my opponent who have to try and deal with them because if you think about it, if I didn't have any sort of like pressure on the opponent, they would just sit and pick off my Blight Lords. They would just sit and just pepper my Blight Lords um, until they died with all the, <laughs> all the firepower that they had, which would take a lot, don't get me wrong, to kill the Blight Lords, I think, but it, you know what I mean? That would... It's a fairly big part of my game plan is to get them into the centre of the board. So to take that out um, is pretty nasty. But if they are doing that to my Blight Lords and they put all their firepower into killing my Blight Lords, they're going to have three Defilers in their face, charging them, possibly turn one, depending if they got first turn and they came towards me. But at least by turn two, my Defilers are going to be in their lines and they are not nice to deal with. They, they're just such a big threat unit they got 14 wounds which is still great and um, their toughness seven but they're just such a and they're just such a, a brutal like all-rounder so they're, they're hitting on threes now as well which is oh, oh that's so awesome so they don't suffer the penalty for moving and firing with heavy weapons and now they're hitting on threes that's awesome that's all i ever wanted i never understood why they were um hitting on fours and stuff but I just uh, I just didn't get it I didn't, didn't get it at all so now their weapons are a lot more reliable so now they're a, mo a lot more moving fire base um, and I think the the cannon being flat three damage is really good a flat three damage I'd take that out for d6 or anything any day so flat three damage battle cannon is good um, the reaper auto cannon is good but it's minus two so that's good uh, both weapons are minus two that's good, I like that. That's only one wound, but that's still good. Uh, four shots. Obviously, hitting on threes is a lot more reliable now, so uh, yeah, I like it, I like it. And even the Defiler Clause um, uh, and the Scourge, they, they've pretty much stayed the same, but they're still really good. Um, they're making the three additional attacks with the, the, the Scourges, I think, is great. And so you get eight attacks every turn. They don't have the Death to the False Emperor, it wasn't Death to the False Emperor, it was Hateful Assault. So the plus one when you move, it's just, that's gone now. You just have an extra attack all the time. So I rate that. So that's good. So having eight attacks with the, the Scourge, or you could do five attacks with the Claws if there was something big and nasty that you want to get D6 damage on. Um, you could do that, five attacks with that, and then three attacks with the Scourge. It's still, it's still nasty. You know what I mean? It's still, <laughs> it's strength 12. So it's, um, it's brutal with the Scourge, and then it's obviously strength uh, 16 with the, with the Defiler Claws. So yeah. I think it's really good. I, th I like them. I, I, I like the units still. They still regenerate a, 
Um, a wound at the start of the command phase, so that's good. Um, still got a 5 plus invulnerable save, 3 up save. So these guys are going to bomb forward, get things into the contagion range as soon as possible and just put pressure on my opponents so that the poxwalkers and the plague marines can sort of hang back and hold on to the objectives in the backfield or deny deep strikes, cover the board, the blight lord terminators, blight bomb I suppose, blight lord terminators, the plague surgeon, the taliban and the plague casters all go into the centre of the board and just say come and get me if you want to and um, I think this should work pretty well. Uh, the, the Defilers will die, don't get me wrong, but I think they'll have hassled the opponent, hopefully, they'll have hassled the opponent quite a bit by that point, and then they'll be... To, to come up against, like I said, the Blightlord Terminators in the middle of the board, once you've had to deal with those three coming at you, I think it's pretty, pretty horrible thing to do. So so that's... Uh, yeah, I, I like Defilers. I just think they're really good still, um, and I think they work with this army quite well, so... I'm quite happy to keep them and see how they do. Maybe I'll be wrong. Maybe they'll get blown off the board turn one and I'll be left <laughs> with nothing. But I think they're still a, a solid choice for this army. So um, we'll see how they do going forward. But looking forward to seeing how much um, they can wreck face <laughs> despite not having, like like I say, a four-up and vulnerable save anymore and um, all the various other bells and whistles that I managed to get when they were poxmongers. But I think, yeah, I think they're still doing the business. So, I mean, I've, I've not got any rhinos, which I would love to have squeezed in. I would love to have squeezed in some rhinos for the Plague squads because I think they would be good as well to bomb forward, get things into contagion range, and um, and start. you can start picking things off a bit easier then. Because I do really rate the contagion range thing. I do. Um, minus one toughness is, you know what I mean, going from wounding, Space Marines on fours to threes because with just normal bolt guns is that's a big shift. Three plus three plus is, is way better than a four. So yeah, stuff. Like, I think the then obviously things like the uh, battle cannons and the Reaper auto cannons firing off. So if I'm firing a Reaper auto cannon from a Defiler and something's in contagion range, now they are, you know, I mean, wounding Space Marines on twos because they're toughness seven, it's strength seven and they're toughness three. So instead of being, you know what I mean, that's just going from threes to twos, wounding, that's even a good thing. So just think all round, try to get things in the contagion range is a really good idea. My idea is to use the filers to do it to, off, straight off the bat, but Rhino Rush would have been a good idea as well. So if you think I've had another, I've had three Rhinos as well to put the Plague Marines into, bomb them up onto objectives, get things into contagion range, cause hassle, but I just don't have the points for it. Maybe I've went OTT with the Blight Lord Terminators. Maybe I have. Um, but I just think they're such a good unit to try and max out their potential. Maybe I could drop some of the Blight Lord Terminators and the Malignant Playcaster. Just have two uh, Malignant Playcasters going. Maybe that's an option. Maybe just have two of them and then have the sort of Blight Lord Terminators just maybe having a, a, a five-man unit. But I think they lose their sort of fear factor when you take them in smaller blobs. Not by a huge amount. I still think they're brutal as a five-man squad, don't get me wrong, but if you think about facing down ten Black Lord Terminators, it's pretty nasty. So um, that's one thing I would have really liked to try and squeeze into the list would be the rhinos. I thought about maybe dropping a defiler to get maybe a couple of rhinos in, but again, I think defilers have worked their points back better than the rhinos will at this point, so um, so that's my that's my thinking behind it as to why I, w I didn't have a sort of rhino rush idea, even though it is vi a viable option. Also, didn't take typhus because well, typhus is still good; it's still a beast. But again, I wanted to try and take advantage of the smite bomb type idea that I've got. And Typhus is just too expensive for it. That's all it is. I would tell him, I'd be down to, I'd be able to take him and a playcaster and he doesn't get Pestilential Fallout. So that's, you know what I mean? That's, I'm losing a mortal wound there. Um, the mortal wound output has gone down. Although he is an absolute beast. He's got a vulnerable save. He's a Terminator armor. But I just think as it goes, I think that the 
plague casters and the plague surgeon and tie man are going to be pretty safe behind the Black Lord Terminators, if I'm being honest. So that's sort of like a, a big bodyguard unit for them. So we'll we'll see though. Typhus is still an option. It's still an option because I'm still taking a lot of pox walkers. So I could switch to Typhus and change play company. Could do that, but I think I want to go with this idea first and see how it gets on um, in the list, and we'll just sort of see. But I mean, that's again, I didn't take. I've not taken the uh, full blight spawn either. He's still a, a hugely viable option, really viable option. But again, I haven't. I just can't try quite find the points to get him in as well I might an option to do would be to drop a couple of Blake Lord Terminators and take him because um, he's around about the same amount of points I could tweak it and that might be an option but I'm I'm not utterly convinced yet that it would work with the list but it's uh, it's still an option it's still an option um, to do I'm, and I might try him out I might try him out it might be that I drop a tally man maybe I think you know what it's not, the plus one to hit isn't really working out for me. I'd maybe drop a tally man and the, maybe the CP regen isn't as good as I think it's going to be. Um, maybe that'll be an idea, but I don't know. We'll have to... Yeah, I'll just have to wait and see. Um, there is... Yeah, I'll just have to wait and see. I, I really like the file bites one. I really like them. Um, Noxious Blightbringer, not too fussed about. The the bell guy, not, not too fussed. I don't think it adds an awful lot to the army, but... The Blight Spawn was a hard one to try and keep out because I do like that sort of charging debuff that he has. But when you're covered against something as solid as the Blight Lord Terminators, maybe it's a bit bit of overkill. Maybe it won't come up that often. But again, we'll just have to wait and see. We'll have to, I'll just have to play it by ear. Maybe my Blight Lord Terminators aren't as resilient as I think they are and they will get absolutely mashed. We'll just have to wait and see. We'll just have to wait and see see what happens. But I, yeah, it'll be interesting to find out how this how this list performs. So you've got my sort of objectives that I'm after, um, and how the army is. The, well, you've got the army list and how the army is sort of designed to work. Um, I thought I'd do this little quick bit here as well, just to do my sort of top five stratagem picks. There's a lot of stratagems in the book that you can use, which are good. Um, so I've. I could, I could go through all of them, but I think that'd be a bit laborious. So I've, what I've done is I've picked my top five, which I think I'll use most often in the list. Um, so I've gone for I'll go for my top five. Now the first one I'm going to go through is Cloud of Flies. Now that's obviously a classic from the previous one, and Cloud of Flies is basically you put it on a unit, and nobody can shoot at that unit unless they're the closest uh, to you. So that I think is really powerful so if you want to try and stop somebody blowing up your guys on an objective I think that's really good or um, it's just going to cause your opponent a real headache to think I've got to chew through all these bodies in front of these or in front of me first before I can get to them it also would maybe force them to manoeuvre in a way to get so as you, you put it on a unit in the backfield and you're like well I'm going to put Cloud of Flies on them so you can't target them they would then have to manoeuvre, so say maybe like Harlequins or um, like I said Drakari or something, they'd have to manoeuvre themselves into a position to try and put fire on them, but in doing that they might overstretch themselves or put them in a position that they're not really comfortable with so that you can then counter charge them or counter attack them. I think it gives you a bit of, it gives your opponent a quite a bit of a headache and protects your guys. I could see me doing it on the Blightlord Terminators in the first turn, depending who I come up against, but I can see me doing that. Now, it has increased in value to cast it, well, to, to use a stratagem, um, and that it used to be 1 CP, I think, but now it's 2 CP to do it on um, a small unit, and then it's 4 CP to do it on my Terminators. Now, 4 CP is absolutely eye-watering, absolutely eye-watering amount of CP on a stratagem, but there's a reason why that is so powerful, because... If you can basically stop people shooting at your Blake Lord Terminators for the first turn, that's <laughs> I mean their priority target number one. Let's face facts for your opponent because they are going to be a headache throughout the match. So if they can't target them, turn one because you have defilers out in front or a unit of poxwalkers or two units of poxwalkers out in front of them, and they can't target them, that's that's a fairly big problem for them to try and get around later on in the game. 
And like I say, the longer they go that they're not getting targeted, the, the bigger pain in the ass are going to be for the enemy. So if you think about it, turn one, they can't shoot them. Turn two, they still might not be able to shoot them, depending on what I do. I could then still spend another four CP, so that's eight CP. Yes, absolutely horrendous amount of CP, but I have got it because um, I've only spent one prior to this. Yeah, so, so I've got 11 CP to start the game. I'll get 12, obviously, to when I get into the first turn. Um, but then that's where the Tallyman's there, because if I'm blowing 4 CP on this, um, I might as well try and get it back. So hopefully he'll get you a few CP back during the game. So then you're, that's not as bad to think about if you think, right, well, it's not as horrendous. So to do two turns of that, and you, so they've not been able to target your Blight Lord Terminators for two turns with shooting. Um, which means they're going to have to try and get into combat with them if they want to try and take them out, which is exactly where you want your enemy to be, is in combat with the Blightlord Terminators. That's where you want them to be, uh, so they can do the business. So I think that's a really powerful stratagem still, and it's probably one of my top ones to have because it's it's such a st strategical one um, to use, um, which I think can work out really well. But like I say, it is expensive, but I still, rate, I still think it's one of the best um, that they've got. And that offers you, like I say, a lot of um, strategic plays and opportunities that you could get from that. Um, the next lot of... So the other four, so that's the top one, but the other four I've picked, I, I think these could actually all work together because individually they're kind of like, mm, that's okay, that's good, no, that's good, no, that's good. Individually, they're all, yeah, that's pretty good. But if you combine them all together, they could be absolutely horrendous. Absolutely horrendous. Again, it's going to be a lot of CP to do it, but it's still, it's maybe going to be worth it. Um, so my, my other picks that I've got are, uh, the first one's Vermid Whisper, so that's plus one to hit for your infantry. So you've got the Tallyman that can give plus one to hit, or you've got the Stratagem that can do plus one to hit. So it depends. If for whatever reason the Tallyman's gone and I can't do it on the Blight Lords, or there's somebody else, maybe I've got Plague Marines that I'm like, you know what, I just need people wiped out, I'll use the Plague Marines for that. that I think that's great. So plus one to hit for infantry, good. The next one is Eternal Hatred, so that's plus one to wound roll for infantry. Again, if you put that on the Blightwork Terminators, horrendous. Um, and the next one is Virulent Rounds, so that's your bolter weapons on infantry get a plague weapon ability. So again, like I say, I've got Arch Contaminator, pretty brutal, um, and so I can reroll the wounds for that. And then overwhelming generosity, which is it adds six inches to your bolt weapons um, range. So, <laughs> so then you've got, which could be absolutely brutal. So you've got, <laughs> you've got your bolters are twenty-four inches. You've got thirty-inch bolters that are now uh, plague weapons. So they reroll ones to wound inherently. If the poor sods were in, <laughs> like. Um, 12 inches for the arch contaminator be rerolling wounds against them but it's just reroll wounds on one when they're obviously at range which is why you would add the six inches so if you've got something just out of um range you could pat this power this uh, stratagem on them and they would have an extra six inch to their bolter range so that's 30 inch bolters and they're storm bolters and they're terminators so they're getting you know i mean they're getting rapid fire inherently so they're getting a, a huge amount of shots that you can then put plus one to wound plus one to hit on them it's, that's gross. I think you could find that those terminators, they're, they're going to be popping out 40 bolter shots. 40 bolter shots on 2 plus to hit with a plus 1 to wound. <laughs> and you can re-roll the wounds if they were within certain range and you get 6 inch to to the range. Brutal. I, th I mean, it's 4 CP to do all that, but again, there's mitigating circumstances where you maybe wouldn't do some, you know what I mean? Maybe doing the six inch add inch six inch range now maybe you wouldn't do that because the people are the the enemy unit that you want to target is already within six inch uh, 12 inches uh, sorry already within the 24 inches that you need so you don't need to do that but it's a uh, it's quite a lot of utility to, you can do to just like sort of instead of having like a big last cannon to take something down you just pepper somebody with bolter shots to take it down um and it's possible, uh, it's possible because of, like I say, all the rerolls and pluses to wound and things. And because you get plus one to wound roll, but you've, you've got to think that um, you're, you're taking down toughness as well if they're within contagion range. So if you've got the defiler within contagion range of the 
unit that you're trying to shoot at with the the arch, the, the Blink Lord Terminators, <sighs> brutal. I think it's going to be absolutely brutal because um, you're probably wounding things on twos, reload ones because it's a plague weapon, because you've used that stratagem firmly and runs on them. Horrendous, absolutely horrendous. So I just think it's um, they're just such a good combo of. Um, hits there, like I said, to do all of them would be pretty brutal, but I think you would sort of pick and choose as to which one you're going to do at one, at one time. I can see me doing two or three at once, at least two. I would probably do two at once, but there's also other ones to make it even better. So, yeah, that's my top five <laughs> strategy on picks for it. Like I said, there's others in there that I think are really good. The sort of smokescreen one's good um, for minus one to hit, so you could have Miasma Pestilence on one, the smokescreen on another, so that's minus ones to hit, then you've got Call the fly so you can't target. You there's just various options you could do, which I think would work really well. Um, so we've got some really strong stratagems and plays that sort of work all together. But that's pretty much it. Um, there's nothing else really to cover. I think um, I look forward to bring to bringing them to the tabletop and um, seeing how they'll do. I think they should do well. I think I think they'll do well. I think the the objectives that are picked. Um, they can achieve them. I don't think it's they're unachievable. I think they could do every single one of them. Obviously, it just depends on the army that I'm facing, and if I'm not, just don't be silly and pick the wrong ones. But I think they're they're pretty good. I think I, yeah, I'm pretty happy with what I've picked there um, for it. So I think the combos work quite well. I'm quite interested to see how the mortal wound spike uh, sort of uh, smite bomb goes off. Um, see if that works out quite well and I'm interested to see how the Blightlord Terminators work out. The rest, I think, I'm pretty comfortable with how they work and how they'll play. It's really how the Smite Bomb and Blightlords fit into the list and um, how effective they'll be. But looking forward to using them. Um, hopefully it won't be too long until I get a game with them um, and I'll get back to you on that. So it's just a, a little, say brief, a little brief run through of how the list will work and what I'm thinking going forward. And then obviously, like I say, I'll do a ballot report in time and get back to you with what I think I should do to tweak it or what what I thought worked well, what didn't work well and uh, ideas going forward. So thanks for listening to me just yap on for ages <laughs> about my list. And um, like I say, hopefully I'll bring success in the future and I'll get back to you with how it did. So uh, until then, happy wargaming, folks. <laughs>